I'm drinking a whiskey called um, Rough Rider. And uh, it was really sold to me by the guy in the store. He was like, oh, yeah, this one's great. He actually tried to sell me a different one. And then they didn't have it. So he like immediately <laughs> switched, switched gears. And he was like, oh, yeah, but this one, this one's got like undertones of caramel and like a smoky thing. He, he was like, there was a woman who was a like a, a whiskey tester. Right. And uh, she came in here and tried it. And she said that it was the smoothest whiskey she's ever had in her life. And it's won all sorts of awards and what have you. And uh, I bought it and I took it home and I'm like, tastes like whiskey. <laughs> That's what all booze tastes like to me like whenever someone's like oh you gotta try this vodka it's a smooth it goes down real smooth and easy and i taste it and i drink it and i'm like it tastes like smoother gasoline than i've normally tasted <laughs> right but it's still i mean i'm pretty sure i could still you know fuel a car with this it's fine <laughs> it's just the difference between premium and unleaded i guess and then there's uh I don't know. I was trying to think of something that's incredibly high alcohol content, and I was going to call it diesel, but I really fucked that joke up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> four, lo four loco? Is that what that's called? Four, four loco. loco? Yeah, diesel. Four loco, I feel like, is just jet fuel. Yeah. It's just, I don't, it's, yeah. So I have amazing news for you. What is your amazing news? I watched this amazing the documentary. News within the episode. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. I'm I'm trying to pull my weight finally on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's you who needs to pull his weight yeah, on this. I've, I've decided it's finally time for me to put in a little effort. You know what? It's about damn time. I know. I'm thank you. dragging your ass around on this. <laughs> like an albatross around my neck you are. <laughs> so we should point out that this is the first in an attempt, and it's called an attempt, to start doing weekly regular episodes yes i'm glad you put that word attempt in there so next week when i fuck it up we can say <laughs> well it was an attempt yeah well let's be honest it might not be you who fucks it up i i'm plenty busy myself oh you're that's sweet of you yeah i mean let's be honest of of the problems that we have uh like being busy is 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 certainly my problem right right yeah i mean i usually am just sitting around staring into the void doing nothing yeah i mean at this point doesn't your kid do most of your work yes he does most of my work as well like you you send him on the tours right well he's running the mic right now actually is emerson is this you yeah <laughs> yeah dad's passed out he drank a gallon of gasoline and just passed out <laughs> I gave him the smoothest vodka he'd ever had. And he says, tastes like premium. <laughs> and then he vomited into his shoes and fell asleep. It was four loco. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to start the episode now, isn't it? It's always time. It's been time to start the episode since the end of the last episode. Excellent. All right, then. Let's start this shit show. Get it on the road. Let's do it. All right. everybody welcome to the media lunch break bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news on the time it takes to eat a good sandwich entirely made out of all of those thanksgiving leftovers you need to eat those 
It's been about a week now. They are going to go bad. <laughs> Make sure you sniff that turkey before you put it on a sandwich, okay? It, it could already be bad. Don't use romaine lettuce. My name is Chris Trebel. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. I brought home, like, five pounds of uh, leftovers from the where I was for Thanksgiving at uh, Melinda's parents' house, and I've already finished yeah. them myself. Yeah. We were... we The past two years, we have gone to friends' houses that are vegan. So we've had a vegan Thanksgiving, which... Sounds worse than it is, because she's actually a good cook, so it kind of works. There are but no the, good the vegan cooks. the leftover situation... What's that? There are no good vegan cooks. There are fine vegan cooks. She's actually pretty <laughs> decent. Um, but the leftover situation is definitely usually lacking, because, yeah. let's be honest, it's all vegetables. So it, it, right, you yeah, know, you can eat like five times more. It doesn't, it doesn't stretch more. It doesn't stretch as much. Yeah. Um, though I did, we, my, my job actually arranged for a Thanksgiving, a catered Thanksgiving, I think from Boston Market, (laughs) which was actually really good. And so I kind of got two Thanksgiving. So I did get, I did get the turkey and everything. Really? Like a proper Thanksgiving. I mean, let's be honest. And then a vegan Thanksgiving. You got in total one full Thanksgiving. I got, let's call it one and a half. Okay. It's like when, again, to, to keep going with the Boston Market, it's like when you order a meal at Boston Market and then the person next to you orders that meal that is just made up of sides. Right. It was like that. Okay. Yeah. We could get behind both of this or all of this or however, <laughs> yeah. however many of these are happening. What the fuck is going on? All right. So anyway, Stanley passed away. That sucks. That's a bummer. Yeah. We're going to talk about that actually in the next episode because I'm not going to cover... We're not going to cover probably one of the biggest tragic events in comics history in just like one piddly news story that doesn't yeah. really doesn't really feel right. Yeah. Um, so we'll do we'll do the next episode on Stan. I, Stan, like I know the guy. Um, <laughs> on Stanley. Um, we'll do some news now and then that, that'll be what we cover for, for the next episode. Um for a whole 30 minutes because damn it stanley deserves to be talked about for an entire 30 minutes no more he's worth no less yeah um so i've got a couple of things do you got some do you have news i do okay all right i've got a couple of things um let me i'm sorry i'm pulling up stuff i have pulling up up two four things i have up to four things as well nice that works out so well for us yeah um, chances are two of those four things are the exact same thing the other one has. So really, we have two things. Chances are all no, four we, are the we same have thing. four things. We have a number of things. All right. So <laughs> I've got, um, I got a little bit of everything. I got a little bit of DC. I got a little mo- bit of Marvel. Which one do you want to start with? Star Wars. Too bad. I want to talk about Detective Pink- Pikachu. Pikachu? So the trailer for Detective Pikachu premiered uh what was it maybe a week ago two weeks ago something like that sure um did you watch it you being yeah, the pokemon I, I only watched it about four times maybe five okay okay how what's your what's your reaction to it um yeah i'm 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 very excited for this <laughs> okay i was gonna say as someone who's into pikachu er, into pikachu as someone who's into pokemon 
Yeah. As the as part of the Pokemon community, this actually looks like something you support. Yes. So we're not going to see a whole lot of like fuck Detective Pikachu Reddit pages going up anytime soon. I mean, you might, but uh, certainly not until the movie comes out. Most of the the community seems super on board about it. Like I'm actually in a Pokemon Go NYC group. And one of the problems we have is that like there will be an update in the game and one person will ask a question and that question will be answered. And then another person will ask that same question and that question will be answered again. And it just keeps going that way. Um, But it usually only happens like three, four times tops. This movie, the trailer coming out happened probably like we got someone posted about it 10 times a day for like four days straight. (laughs) Wait, yeah. Can we just go back a second? You're in a Pokemon Go NYC group, right? You're in a group. You belong to a group. I'd really rather not talk about my personal life. Um, Well, I'm just curious. In this group, have you ever met anyone else in this group? Doesn't count if you live with them currently. (laughs) Uh, I, I... Well, there are people that... So, no, no. So, no. The the answer is no. The answer is no. There's people I knew before who are in it. And there are, are people that, like, I sort of ran into, and I was like, oh, I've seen you put... Po- like, we haven't met... Like, I haven't met up with anyone. Okay. 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 I don't like you hanging around these people. I don't think they're going to be a good influence I'm also in the Edinburgh Pokemon Go group. <laughs> You're in the Edinburgh Pokemon group? Yeah. I think it'd be weirder if you ran into people from that group around NYC. <laughs> I, that one I actually did meet up with someone, because you can trade in the game, and there are Pokemon you can only get in certain countries. So I was like, yo, I've got a bunch of the American exclusives. Who wants to trade me for the European ones? So like, I met up with a bunch did of people. Did they meet you in NYC? No, no, when I went to Scotland. And I just, I'm still in oh, the okay. group. Did you go to Scotland just for the Pokemon Go group? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. It was a large factor. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, buddy. You are down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Just Join so me. far down. Join me, um, Chris. <clears throat> I'll be honest with this trailer. Uh, I might join you. I got to say, I was talking with another friend of mine. Um, and neither of us are really in to Pokemon that much. Yeah. We know it kind of tangentially. By the way, hi, Tony. Um, oh, yeah. He's, he's one of our, our winners from Comic-Con Bingo, actually. He is. He, he, and he says, I, thank I, you for the mystery box. I was going to say, I heard from him, and he got it, and everything's good. We've sent out all of them, and everyone seemed really happy. We actually, I should, I think I took screenshots, and, and we should talk about that at some point on the cast, too. I, I got... Um, people thanking us so much and, and complimenting us on the mystery boxes and talking about how much fun they had and stuff like that. So yeah, we should read yeah, that yeah. at some so point. So he, he had a really good time. He's, he loved the mystery box. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, he was telling me about uh, all the, all the um, awesome, awesome swag that he got. So fun, fun if fact, you're listening and you didn't get to play, come next Comic-Con. Yeah, definitely. We'll be plugging this again. And, and, and follow us on Twitter. Next, every season. Follow us on Twitter at Media Lunch Break. We're going to be doing a Harry <clears> Potter <throat> mystery box soon. Uh, it was going to be because Ooh. of Fantastic Beasts. It was going to be because of Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, but that movie sucked. So we're just going to have our own thing. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we were talking about this trailer, and neither of us are really into the, into Pokemon all that much. We know it tangentially. But I got to say, we both agreed, after watching this trailer, 
I'm really intrigued by this. I I would want to watch this movie just based on how it looks. Yeah. I mean, just the the uh the way that the Pokemon's are rendered. Um, I can't. I mean, obviously they're CGI. Right. Uh, for the most part, but I can't tell if it's a mix of puppetry and CGI. If it's all CGI and it's just really the way that they're rendered so realistically. Yeah. It looks great. I mean, it yeah. looks really phenomenal. Um, and that's worth going to watch. It almost has the... This is going to sound like a weird comparison, but it almost has the feeling of, like, a Muppets movie in that you have these fantastic characters that look like they're living Mm. in the real world. Like, they are existing next to that person that they're standing on. They don't look like they're computer-generated. Yeah, no, that's a good They have light. They have shape to it. It looks really, really good. Um, Ryan Reynolds is doing his Ryan Reynolds thing, Yeah, I I think he's a, a great choice for the direction they're going. Yeah. I think that was a good spin that they put on it as yeah. far as when I first heard Ryan Reynolds as the voice, I was like, I know exactly what this is going to be. It's right. going to be like Deadpool with Pikachu. And it is like Deadpool with Pikachu, <laughs> yeah. but I, I like the little yeah. the little basis it, that it is like, the kid's the only one who can hear him. Yes, and it is like Deadpool with Pikachu, but that's also a void in your heart that you didn't know was there. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. That every... That almost every movie needs just a little bit of Deadpool. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think this is going to be really, really good. Yeah, it looks great. I, I at work, uh, being as ambiguous as possible in this, but I, I work, uh, one of my jobs is communicating with the Pokemon company. Um, right. And, and they are generally extremely strict on what is allowed and what is not and the way they want to be perceived as a company and how everything has to be family friendly. Um, and th- there's a way that Pokemon have to look. Um, for example, there's a project we've been working on with them for over four years that they have still not signed off on because it's just a little bit not right um, every right. time it comes up. And so this, I was astonished by. Like, there's a part where someone literally says, shove it to Pikachu in the trailer. Right. It blew my right. mind that they would sign off on that. And the way that they all look is so gritty and almost... Burton-esque, you know? Um, right. Works yes. really, really that's another, well. That's a good way to put it. Which is, is funny because we've got a trailer for Dumbo coming out that is Tim Burton and it doesn't look very interesting to me. It doesn't look Burton-esque at all. <laughs> um, I, think that, uh, I think that maybe they're trying to not completely rebrand, but I think they're trying to reintroduce themselves into a, a new audience. Yeah. And so they're kind of trying to make a more, almost like a more mainstream change. I, I actually, my my girlfriend, Melinda, brought up to me, uh, she brought up an interesting point, which is that it's she doesn't think, and I agree with her, we don't think it's that they're trying to rebrand to a new audience or trying to get in new people. Right. They're finally realizing that their real demographic isn't children. It's the people who played the game when it first came out and they were 8 to 12 years old. Yeah, that's a good point. It's one of those things where between them and Dragon Ball Z, they are probably one of the most popular, if not the most popular, um, Japanese entities in entertainment, you know, uh, between anime and, and that type of thing. However, that being said, I'm a colossal nerd in a lot of different ways. Anime is still... It feels like a different world to me. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people with that. Anime is, is a big line um, that either you cross or you don't um, <laughs> as far as what you're into. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're into comics, does not necessarily cross over into anime. Right. And if you're anim- anime, it doesn't necessarily cross over. I think they're trying to uh, to go, you know what? We can 
we if we're the most popular and we'll we're still kind of inaccessible to a large population a large group of this population there's something we can do that we we can do something different um and it won't alienate our fan base uh but it will still be able to bring in those people like me who have not who've only been tangentially aware or into this right and bring it in a little more into the mainstream and say yeah you guys can join on too you don't have to feel like you're missing out on 50 years of or whatever of pokemon history you don't have to know every single pokemon right to go into this yeah I, we're I, gonna I, walk you through this i think they're trying to make it more accessible yes yeah that's the word i'm looking for and at this point in this trailer it's totally working so i think it's gonna be i'm really excited about it i'm just excited to see a new trailer for it to tell you the truth have you seen the uh the redubbing with danny devito and with alex jones no <laughs> someone redubbed the trailer so there's two different redubbings one is danny devito's and i think it's almost entirely uh dialogue of his from always sunny oh nice. Um, but it's stuff like when he's talking remember the mime pokemon who he's he's, he's interviewing right. and trying to talk to uh it's it's danny devito's voice yelling did you bang my whore wife <laughs> over and over again <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, and there's uh, there's another one as well that's my personal favorite where they've redubbed it with um, Alex Jones. Oh, God. Uh, and it's you should look that one up. Uh, I okay. might, I think I, I actually put that one on Twitter. Okay. Uh, it's, it's excellent. All right. I'll check it out. Um, what do you got? Sure. So um, Ryan Reynolds is actually blurring the uh, MPAA rating system. Like in the same week, we have trailers for a Pokemon movie where someone tells Pikachu to shove it. And we have a trailer for a PG-13 Deadpool movie. Right. Did you see the trailer for that? I didn't. I keep meaning to. I've heard it's actually... I Okay, here's the thing. Because I know yeah. about the Once Upon a Deadpool, and I know the conceit right. and the premise that they're going with. And I think it's it's a great idea. The bringing right. Fred Savage in, we'll do it a little Princess yeah, yeah. Bride to kind of intercut. And then I was like, I have no... I think it's a great idea, but I have no interest in really checking this out because I've seen the actual movie. Right. And I'm a, and I'm a big boy. So I can watch a rated R movie. Sure. And I can see boobies and everything. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, though, Chris. If you call them boobies, you really shouldn't be looking at them. That's funny. That's what my wife says. <laughs> and then she's like, put that pee-pee away. Um, so, I, so I was like, I don't really... And then they were like, here's a full trailer for Once Upon a Deadpool. And I'm like, am I going to watch a trailer for a, for a skimmed down version of a movie where I've already seen the full movie. I don't think so. But then everyone said you should watch the trailer. So I haven't watched it yet, but I guess I should because I've heard at least the Fred Savage stuff is pretty good. Yeah, well, and it looks like there's going to be stuff different. Like it looks like it's going to be kind of a different movie. Um, there's definitely is stuff it in there. Is it going to be alternate takes or is it going to be No, I think there's more I think there's new scenes. Okay. Based on the trailer. Um, there's a lot of stuff in it that... Uh, it, I, it's hard to tell, right? Like, it's hard to tell if it's from the actual... Like, it's being put into the storyline of the movie or if it's part of the, like, surrounding narrative. Of the interstitial... Him. Yeah, the, the narrative of him with uh, Fred Savage. But um, it, it looks like it's stuff that has been reshot and put into the storyline. Right. I will say, I almost wish they would come out with how much... Fred Savage content. I can't believe that is a phrase that just came out of my mouth. How much Fred Savage content is in the movie? Right. Compared to the rest of the movie. Well, I mean, you can always, you know, once it once it comes out, we'll be able to. People will talk about it and see if it's worth right. getting. Right. But that's what I mean. That would be more like if I knew it was 
maybe over like 40% of the movie. Right. Is listen, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The more Fred Savage you can put into a movie, the better that movie's going to be, okay? Ex- except for I don't care what movie it is. Uh-huh. I don't care if it's Deadpool. Yeah. I don't care if it's The Notebook. Okay. I don't care if it's Citizen fucking Kane. Right. You put savage in there yeah. you need to make those movies more savage you right. know what i'm very, saying yeah that's very get good. savage yeah so what about austin powers three there's an exception to every rule that <laughs> makes a rule you know what i mean yeah okay listen austin powers three terrible movie you know why Hmm. They didn't get savage enough. Oh, okay. Sure. You gotta get real savage in there. Yeah. Some real uncut savage. Okay. That's what I want. Uncut savage. Make it happen, Hollywood. You want it, I want it, everybody knows it. Alright? Get in there. Right. The Grinder so, was a good show. I did I did briefly also want, I, so I want to add my name to the the pile of people who are telling you you should watch this trailer. Even if you don't have any interest in seeing the movie, the trailer itself is excellent, very 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 funny. Are you telling me to watch it right now? You can if you want. Are you saying I should watch it right now? You can if you like. I mean, maybe I will. That way we could talk about it on the podcast. So that would be nice. You can't stop me from doing it. I can't. In fact, I'll watch it with you. <laughs> I need some savage in my life. <laughs> I need I need my life to be more savage, okay? All right. It's going to come over the mic, by the way. That's fine. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen. I'm only half kidding about the Fred Savage thing. He's pretty fucking funny. He actually directs a lot of comedy. Yeah. So he's actually stayed pretty tuned up as far as like being able to do comedy and he's like a million um, years old now isn't he he's like slightly a, older at than least us. a million like a million years old he's 42 <laughs> he's 42 yeah he's one of those celebrities you assume he's got to be like 65 because he's been around for like 80 years or something right but really because he started when he was three and a half he's 42 mm-hmm. none of those numbers add up if you think that i don't know that you're a fucking idiot right i know that the math than that up but i stand by how i see time time is a prism it's all in my head okay all right so i'm gonna cut you off right now before you go through another crack cocaine this flashback. gasoline is great so uh, what's that i said uh, nothing so huh? i wanted to huh huh listen i just wanted to move on to uh i want to discuss with you the possibility and i don't know if you even saw this there there was a, a brief heated discussion on twitter regarding whether or not ryan reynolds or someone else had stolen the idea for this movie Yes, I've heard of this. I didn't see the actual tweets or anything, but there is a discussion on because what this guy basically did was he said, hey, you know what you should do is you should do the Princess Bride for Deadpool. You should Princess Bride the Deadpool 2 so that it can be PG-13. Right. I mean, they're very specific in the tweet. I can read it to you if you'd like. Yeah, I'm I'm interested, actually. So MV Bramley uh, tweeted at... Uh, Ryan Reynolds on Twitter, and he said, if Marvel forces you to make a PG-13 Deadpool, just copy the framing device from The Princess Bride and have Deadpool Deadpool censoring it for Fred Savage as a bedtime story. A kidnapped adult Fred Savage. There, I fixed it. That was almost one year ago today. Right. That's, I mean, and then people are saying, like, they basically just stole this idea from this guy. Well, and I don't know if you saw the most recent update, but uh, Ryan Reynolds actually called the guy. Right. And talked to him. Yeah. 
and they worked it out and it, it seems like everything's okay he posted something a little later on twitter that said hey just got a call from ryan reynolds sounds like it's just a mistaken thing you know we both had a it's just a crazy wild coincidence and he's a nice guy who's really nice about it and right you know uh bygones are bygones yeah i think i have a feeling it's not that's not entirely the story i have a feeling like they used it I don't think it was a coincidence. Like, that seems like a really specific right. coincidence. And to tell you the truth, that's a really specific movie to use the framing desi- device for to make it PG-13. Because if that's... If it's such an... Uh, if it's such a coincidence that they had thought of it for this specific movie to use the, that device, I feel like it would have been done for some other movie. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times they will come out with a toned down version of a movie to take, to take down the rating and they just re-edit it. How come they've never like, you know what I mean? They've never come up with something like this before. I think probably what happened is he tweeted it. Everyone was like, Oh, that's a good idea. And I think it got passed. It probably got presented to some, it, it got passed around and eventually through passing it around from person to person, what got lopped off was, I read this tweet where someone suggested and it just was, we should do it as the princess bride. And somebody else went, yes, who didn't know it came from a tweet. And then it just kind of rolls from there. I, th- I have a feeling that's what happened. I mean, it could be, but I like this guy also isn't like a famous person. No, you he's know? Like, not. There's not a lot of here's 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 my theory on it. I think there are 10 million people on Twitter, probably more, right. maybe 100 million people on Twitter. And like 75 million of them have put in their their idea for what Deadpool should be yes. or whatever. Uh, and they're all good ideas. And, you know, the, the casting crew of Deadpool thought of one of those ideas on their own that they liked better than any of the other ideas that they thought of on their own. Right. And it just so happened to be one that this guy had, had said before. Possibly. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious as well that like if you're going to do that Fred Savage Princess Bride sketch, it's very obvious to make it uh, that he kidnapped that he Fred kidnapped. Savage. Well, yeah, that little story, that little plot device is, as far as the character of Deadpool, it makes sense. And it sort of makes sense anyway. Like, if anyone involved in the writing room for that, in the writing process, was a fan of the Princess Bride, that's what he did. Right. Like, his uncle or grandpa or whatever that, that character was. Right. Um, he censored the book for him from time to time. Yes. And it, it, you know, it just makes sense to use that. So I, I don't think it's outlandish enough to be a, an obscure, strange idea. Um, I think it's very, very likely. I don't that think they it's unlandish. It I just, at the same time. I personally think probably someone read it, like someone, someone who is able to make. I don't. I'm not even saying it's Ryan Reynolds. I, but it's someone involved with the movie. No, yeah, I, know. I get what you're that. saying. It's even possible that like. A, like a nobody like a soundboard op or a coffee guy like saw the tweet and he was the person responsible for being like you know i had a great idea right and he even knew that he was taking it from someone it's possible that happened it's possible that that anyone involved there's probably hundreds maybe thousands of people involved in this casting crew so that one that, of them yeah. saw the tweet and and either like maniacally made it their own right. uh, intentionally or they just didn't you know think about it and they were like oh i feel like i read this somewhere but maybe i just thought maybe of it I and they just it. said yeah. it themselves and that happens too but i i really do think that it's i mean it's a good idea it it, se- it sounds like something they would do for this movie uh i don't think it's, it's i don't think there was anything you know, that, malicious involved in this i don't think anyone was sure. trying to fox someone um mm-hmm. so yeah but i i mean i am interested Am I going to go out and see it? 
maybe there are other like movies that i well, haven't seen completely i don't think I it's coming to theaters <laughs> isn't it i thought they were putting it into theaters if only there was a way to find out according to this it is coming to theaters the new film will be in theaters december 12th to christmas eve yeah okay so i was right yes yeah no i i want you to say it say the words well yeah no i i hear you i'm gonna have to get going i i think we've um I think we've we've recorded enough. Damn it! For, Say the words for the, for the duration of this entire podcast. All right, I'm gonna move on. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll just here's what you can do. All right, because you know I was right, and I know I was right, and everyone else knows I was right. You don't have to say the words "I was right" in a row. Just somewhere throughout this recording, say the word "I," and then somewhere else, say the word "was," and then. Wait, no, wait, this isn't going to work out for me. Hold on. Somewhere within this recording, say the word you, and then somewhere else in the recording, say were, and then somewhere else in the recording, say right, and you can just cut those three words and splice them together in this section. We'll, we'll leave a little blank section. Here we go. Ready? Just a little blank air, and you can just, you're just yeah. going to drop it right in here. Ready? Okay, we'll just I'm, pause. I'm ready. Chris, I've never liked you, and if I murdered you, there's not a jury in America that would convict me. Well, thank you. I know that was tough for you to say, but I appreciate you at, at being able to admit that. You're you're a better man than I would be, I'll tell you that much. So, anyway, moving on. Um, so we know that, uh, we knew that James, James Gunn isn't directing Guardians of right. the Galaxy 3. We knew that. Yeah. We knew that already. Um, so word on the street is that the next guy to take over the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise is Travis Knight. Um, Travis Knight has mainly done animation. His newest movie is going to be Bumblebee. It's the new Transformer movie. That's his first live action movie. But he was the director of things like Paranorman um, and Kubo and the Two Strings. Uh, What's that? Those both got good reviews. uh, Have you ever seen Paranorman? Nope. It's actually really good. Um, Most of those movies are, are really well done. Not just, I mean, they're, they're, great feats of animation but the stories themselves are actually really well done yeah and he's he's directing the new bumblebee movie which i have no interest in the transformer franchise one iota and i gotta say of all of those movies seeing the trailer for this bumblebee movie i was like i could see myself giving it a shot still won't but i could i'm super on the fence about it I'm very hesitant. I'm cautious about it. I will say as well, he didn't direct Paranorman. He didn't? He doesn't have a lot of credits. Um, and it, it kind of worries me a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a part of Leica and that... Sorry. The the way I was reading this, it made it sound like he had directed Paranorman. Well, and whether it did or it didn't, specifically, all it says is that he was in the animation department. Like, I don't know. Like, he was he was a lead animator, so he only has two direction credits and one of them isn't out yet um he's got five production credit like as a producer uh he he did produce kubo and the two strings and he directed kubo and the two strings um i think he, he produced paranorman so he, he did direct, i'm sorry he didn't direct paranorman but he did direct kubo and the two strings yes yes he did okay and he he produced paranorman um which is basically the same thing, maybe. Right. You know, it's hard. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I just. It's not a bad choice as of now. But if Bumblebee comes out and it tanks, that's going to be an issue for me. Right. 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 Yeah. That's that's fair. Sorry, I did misspeak there. 
Yeah, let it go, Chris. I've moved on. I think they should just extend an olive branch to uh, Edgar Wright and let try to let bygones be bygones and bring that motherfucker back in. To Edgar Wright or to James Gunn? Edgar Wright. I mean, James Gunn, too. But, you know, either of them. Like, they're both great. Right. And on Edgar Wright, I say bygones be bygones because of Ant-Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I figure. Um, do you think, however, I think everyone assumes like Edgar Wright would be the logical choice to pick it up after James Gunn because they're both kind of right. kind of quirky offbeat directors. Yeah. But do you think that Edgar Wright would be able to adapt that world is very well, yeah, he did do Scott Pilgrim and that's pretty colorful. Yes, yeah. Well and I would say most of his movies are extremely colorful. Uh did you see Baby Driver? Yes, I did. And Man. that is you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, actually you're right. That would probably work. And the he's best. another guy who is just like dedicated to finding the right music for a movie which Guardians of the Galaxy traditionally has been very much about as well. Yeah, that the soundtrack actually plays heavily it's it's actually a story point more than just a soundtrack. Yeah. And a character arc really. Yes. So yeah, I think I think that's right. I think that there's no chance in hell <laughs> that Edgar Wright will Oh yeah, certainly. Come back. There's a better chance that James Gunn will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's, there is a better chance. I mean, James Gunn is now already onto, well, supposedly onto Suicide Squad two. Jesus, which means uh, this, which means this phrase now comes out of my mouth. I am more looking forward to Suicide Squad two than I am to Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, same. That's hey. And and need I remind you? You watch your mouth. That is Oscar winner Suicide Squad. I guess the second one isn't, but... You're right. The Oscar winning franchise. The sequel to the Oscar Suicide winning Suicide Squad. Squad. That's correct. Jesus Christ. What the <laughs> hell is this world coming to? What is happening? Why in God's name is anything even... How is the just the time-space continuum even holding with all this shit? I have a question for you, Chris. I have an answer for you, but you should probably go first, Andrew. Oh, that's a good call. Uh, have you ever wanted to see CGI Hamlet use a litter box in IMAX? I'm sorry, pose that question one more time. Have you ever wanted to see CGI Hamlet use a litter box in IMAX? I have literally wanted nothing but that well you might get your chance you might get your chance we got a new trailer for the lion king the cgi version boom <laughs> it took me two times of you asking that question to realize what we were going into <laughs> and uh, i also i don't know if you saw this there's new uh, news on this as of today um i don't know how they're doing this uh, there's a new cast member and this sounds like i'm setting up a joke because i do this from time to time but uh, I, i'm not uh, amy sedaris has joined the Lion King cast as a new character. Really? Yeah, She there's not much known about her character, but she will be voicing a brand new animal character, uh, an elephant shrew whose name is not known yet. So that, that's going to be interesting. I don't, I don't know if they want to tamper with gold too much, but uh, we do know as well that Sedaris has worked with uh, John Favreau previously on the movie Chef, which I don't know if you've seen that that's excellent. Yes, it's great. Yeah, and she was very good in it's that fantastic. movie as well. Amy Sedaris is going to be is actually a, a welcome addition. I have a feeling they they can't just redo something like The Lion King. Right. 
as a just straightforward thing. Like, it's too... I know it's really old, but it's too recent as far right. as kind of the Disney animated movies. It's too recent of, of, yeah, a, yeah. of a movie to just redo straight without diverting... Not diverting the plot, but adding to it, adding new characters. Things I, like I actually... I don't know if, how, how I feel about that, but uh, the real thought that I had was... Um, I mean, this movie's got to be pretty much done by now, right? Like, we just got a trailer for it. It's coming out pretty soon. Yeah. Um, that's my main concern. Now, maybe it might be that, like, they they want a little, um, you know, I can't, I can never remember those characters' names. You actually might know them off the top of your head, but the old men from the Muppets. I don't know who you're talking about. That's fine. But wait, do you know their, you don't know their names or you don't know who I'm talking no, no, about? No, I, no, I don't know their names. I know who you're talking about. Oh, okay, great. But, like, it might be, like, a thing that, like, maybe there's going to be, like, a Waka Waka joke every now... You know what I mean? They get, right. like, a couple one-liners from her and throw them in the movie. Right. Uh, and maybe they'll ju- that'll just be her addition. But right. um, I would be a little worried to see, like, a new character. Like, a whole yeah, new going, person Yeah, because I don't mess. know where that she would fit in as far as exactly. the plot line. Um, I mean, we do know the original script. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, that is true. I'm saying, as far as them redoing the movie, re- redoing the movie, The Lion yeah, King. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Without adding like, an I, I'm agreeing with you that like, like it's not like it's yeah. not like we can be like, well, we don't know what the movie's going to be like. Maybe exactly, it's going to yeah. be a thing or this thing, but we do we do know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds like they had this character going for the entire movie and they just figured out who the hell is going to voice her at this point so having with with animated features like this it's not surprising to have you know new cast members come in especially when they're i'm not saying that amy sedaris is like the biggest star in the world but when you have a good name like amy sedaris jump in yeah then you're gonna have um you know you can you can throw them in late but yeah i don't know where this i have a feeling you're right i think it's gonna be just a little uh, some good solid one-liners um, yeah. Or it'll be a character that in if you watch the original, a scene where you know Simba is alone essentially is now no longer alone. Yeah, you know, it's just a part. It's a oh okay. It's a partner to put into a scene. I would predict probably like young Simba more than the stuff that happens. Oh when really? Simba grows up. I feel like this is going to be a character that you're going to see while Simba is coming of age or Simba's a baby or after he gets cast out. It's one of those two. I think after he goes back in like the third act, you don't see this character ever again. I I actually had an idea that she might be like a personal assistant to Scar or something. Like sort of following him around, like taking notes or whatever. Right. That that actually (laughs) might be be funny. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. You should write them on that. You should see what's going on. Yeah, I'm going to write him a letter. Yeah, please do. So, um, word just came down. I shouldn't say just. It was a little while ago, but word came down. They've been talking forever about this Disney streaming service, and they've finally given it a name. And let me tell you, this name... It's a doozy. It it is. It'll knock you on your ass if you haven't heard the name. Ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Give me a countdown. Three, two, one. Disney Plus... Yeah, well, I mean, it's, I mean, it says everything about it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's Disney plus. Plus, yeah, exactly. Like, it takes Disney. It's not minus. It's not, no, they're not, it's not taking anything away. It's taking all of yeah, Disney. It's not so less. you've got all Disney. Okay, so vi- really visualize this. If, you, if you're not quite wrapping your head around what they're saying with the title, 
All right. So really, I want you to close your eyes now. Take a deep breath. Maybe brew some tea, yep. chamomile or jasmine, something like that. And really, just close your eyes. Disney. Okay. Picture all of Disney. Yeah. And now picture plus other stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's... Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't get it before. Yeah, you got it, right? Now you see the scope. Yeah. You get the scope of it. Wow. This makes me no more or less excited for this thing. I could not give a shit on the name. It's not a dumb name. It's also not a great name. Yeah. Are you... I guess I, the only reason I bring up this subject... Because we haven't really talked about this in any real way. Is this something you would actually get? There is. I, I think you already know the answer to this. Uh, but there is literally one TV show that it will take to get me to see it. To, to get me to purchase this streaming service. And what would that be? If they do a, a streaming show or basically anything like if it's a movie i'll just get it for a month and then and then watch the movie and then turn it you know uh, cancel it right but something involving a, a writing based off of matt fraction's hawkeye it's possible as well that like if they move then if they end up moving all the original netflix shows over there i might switch over to that as well yeah that's the big question with the cancellation between the cancellation of luke cage and iron fist and then the announcement of the name for Disney Plus, that was yeah. kind of the big question as far as this streaming service. is: it, Are they trying to orchestrate something where they're trying to get rid of the Netflix shows? So Because they've already announced Loki is going to have his own um, limited right. series. Uh, I think, yeah. was it... It's Loki and it's um, Scarlet Witch is going to have her own limited series as well. Really? And then, of course, they're going to do originals. The, the John Favreau... Um, original Star Wars series is going to be on Disney Plus. Right. Um, the the Mandalor the Mandalorian the yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think yes. I'm saying some sort of Italian musical instrument whenever I say that <laughs> phrase. The Mandalorian, <laughs> and then yeah. um, and then of course all the Disney movies. The question is, for me, this is something that I would actually look into getting because here's. But I'm curious on how deep it goes because I think people fail to realize just how much Disney owns. Right. Obviously they own the Disney movies. We know that they own Lucasfilm. Right. We know that they own Marvel. They also own Dimension, which was the, it, the, the Dimension put out a lot of horror movies. They put out the Scream franchise, things like that. Like how deep is this going to go? They used to own Miramax. Yeah. Goodwill Hunting, a lot of the Oscar winners, things like that. Like how deep is this going to go as far as their properties? Because if it's all encompassing, it's going to be actually probably possibly better than Netflix. Well, if it's all encompassing, it's going to be new television. Right. Right? Like it's just going to be television. It's just going to be everything. Because you have everything you could ever want to watch in that one yeah. spot. I mean, eventually Netflix yeah. will phase out because more people will get Disney Plus instead and right. Disney Plus will just be what we call television. Right. That's that's pretty much true and that's what i mean right now they haven't said obviously they're going to bring over marvel obviously they want to bring over lucasfilm and obviously they're going to do this the disney animation and the disney classics and things like that but of their smaller studios i want to know are those going to be included because that includes a lot more yeah and uh, like you said it is it's going to just turn into regular television 
um, and yeah. everything else is going to be phased out because Disney then Netflix ha- cycles through their stuff. They take they put stuff on, they take stuff off because they have certain deals. Disney has to deal with itself, so it will never have to do that. It never has to take anything off. I did have a funny thought earlier today that uh, what if they just are canceling Iron Fist and Luke Cage so that they can move Iron Fist and Luke Cage over, but they, they don't realize that people don't give a shit about those two? That's <laughs> very possible. I actually thought that too, if they would be doing that. Yeah, that'd be funny. I think it'd be, uh, I would rather... Actually, I, I think a lot of people are hoping they do that because then they can just fix it. Keep the good ones on way. Netflix? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh uh hey chris um have you ever watched someone you love be tortured and slowly murdered by a streaming entertainment company um only during the holidays but never full-time right right well anyway cowboy bebop is being turned into a live-action netflix show <laughs> is are you telling me you're the, you're the person <laughs> <laughs> no cowboy bebop is the is the the some the someone I love being tortured and slowly murdered. Oh, okay. Fair by a streaming entertainment company. I thought you were saying that you were gonna end up trying to watch the Cowboy Bebop show, and then it was gonna be you being tortured. Just put my own self out of my misery. Yeah. Right. They've uh, they've ordered ten episodes for the first season. Christopher Yost, I think Yost. Christopher Yost is involved as a Smith. writer and executive producer. He worked on um, Thor Ragnarok, Thor Dark World. Star Wars Rebels, X-Men Evolution, and a bunch of other stuff, but he's mostly hit or miss. Right. Um, and I did not really like Thor Ragnarok. I think you were sort of on the fence as well. I, right? I, I enjoyed it, but I, uh, I understand what other what your arguments against it are for. Right, right. And <laughs> Thor Dark World, we've agreed, is not as bad as everyone says it is, but it's still not great. But it's not great. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. And, um, and I gotta pronounce this correctly. Uh, Shinichiro Watanabe, I think is how you pronounce it, who directed the original anime is going to act as a consultant on the show. So that could be good. But J.K. Rowling also wrote the most recent Fantastic Beasts, and that was not. Well, but here's the thing, okay? First of all, here's, yeah. all right, here's the con and the pro of this, okay? First of okay. all, the phrase consultant is sometimes a complete bullshit phrase. Which means right. they were invited to the set to eat free donuts and then <laughs> whisked off somewhere else to count whatever pounds of money that they have made from allowing them to do this. I think yen. I think in Japan they use yen, and I think in uh, England they use pounds. Yeah. I'm going to move on from that. So here's the... Here's the... Here's the the pro of this i'm sorry okay yes no here's the pro of this um <laughs> you're gonna be like i'm sorry there is no pro <laughs> there is no pro um so you mentioned jk Rowling. sometimes it is better to have the original creator a little distanced from it for instance jk Rowling, um and i've heard yeah. the, the the arguments against um against the latest fantastic beasts uh and that it's heavy on exposition and things like that. That's because J.K. Rowling is a book writer. Yeah. And that you can get away with that in a book. She's not a screenwriter. That's a different medium. But it takes you three weeks to two months to, to get the plot uh, right. around. When you can do something in 700 pages instead of 75. Right, it's exactly. It's probably a little better. And so the, the good part is maybe it's better that they don't because he would want to do... It's a he, right? It's a he. Uh, the, and he would yes, yes, it's want a he. to do something that is basically 
I don't want to say undoable in live television, but that's not the best way to convey the storyline through live action, where you get someone involved who goes, okay, I understand what you're trying to do, and I understand the story you're trying to tell, but this is the medium that we're in, and this is the best way to do that. So sometimes having them a little more separate is better. Like if you went to someone like George Lucas and said, hey, what's your storyline for the next Star Wars movie? And he went, well, why don't I just give you a full script? And they're like, why don't you just give us an outline and maybe we'll use it? Maybe we won't. (laughs) And then we'll make a billion dollars off of it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But... uh, so you would rather he be more involved, is what you're saying? I would rather no one be involved. Okay, here's what we're going to do then. Um, who's making this? Netflix. Okay, so find their office. Uh-huh. Um, find the, the address. Uh-huh. And we're just going to have to... We're not going to... Listen, we're not... No one that is not involved with this is going to be affected in any way. Okay. But the people who are involved with this at Netflix will go to them... And very calmly, it already sounds illegal. Patiently, yeah, we'll kill them. Oh, and well, then that's fine. we don't have to. We don't have to worry. Yeah, about I thought you were talking about something we'll shady. We'll just systematically take out one each person at hey, a great. time. Tell you what, uh, you do it this time. Okay, and uh, I will call the police while you're on your way there. You always make me do this. You said you were gonna do. You said you were going to do Iron Fist, and then season two came out. Yeah, I don't think that happened. Which tells me that you didn't do it. You said you did it. Have you... You were like, oh, don't worry, I got him. I got everybody. And then all of a sudden, boom, season two. And I'm like, this is your third rant. I have to cut you off again. Have you... um, Taken my pills today? No. Have you seen uh, all of Iron Fist season two? No, I have not. Because it shouldn't have existed. You had a job to do. Chris, do you plan to? (sighs) Eventually. All right, I won't ruin it for you. When uh, it's on Disney Plus, am I right? Uh, huh? If you if you really are going to, then you don't have to do this. But I would highly recommend you look up the final scene of season two of Iron Fist because holy shit! All right, fair. Now I'll just go. Now I'll just go and watch it. You do it now? Right now? Yes. Okay. Wait, no. Okay. I'm doing it right now. Uh, can I come back to you? What do you what? I'm not going to watch the final scene. We'll just watch the whole thing. All right. It's actually, it's pretty good. The The second season is pretty good. And the last scene is just, well, I'll let you see it for yourself. There was one more thing I want to say about this uh, Cowboy Bebop thing, which is. Go for it. There is, uh, uh, the, uh, it, there was for a while, and it was more than a rumor. I was going to call it a rumor, but it, it was planned that there would be a live action Cowboy Bebop movie maybe 15 years ago, 10 years ago. And you know who was producing, directing, writing, and starring in it? Who? Keanu Reeves. Yes! Wait, he was producing, writing, directing, and starring in it? Correct. Oh, man. And at the time, we didn't say yes. We said, no, please. (laughs) Please don't give me Bill and And Ted. And then we didn't get that. Right. Well, and part of the reason we didn't get that as well is because... um, they wrote the script and there was so much crazy shit in it that they like sent it off to a finance person to talk about, to, to give them a, a budget on how much it would cost. And he said it would cost um, nearly a billion dollars to make. And they were like, well, we can't do that. <laughs> Some shitty ass cartoon that like mostly no one has ever heard of. And now look where we are. Look where we are. Yeah, we're much better for it. You know what? 
Not if this thing that you're talking about comes out. <sighs> See? See? Just, I was just right sh- again, wasn't I? Just shoot me. Do you have anything else? Uh, I got one more thing. Into the Spider-Verse is about to come out. Comes out December 14th. All right? It's very good. <laughs> it's... I'm sure... I, it's got to be amazing. It looks it, really it good. Is. I'm really excited. It is. Because by the time we, this comes out... It'll have been out, won't it? You've seen it already? I've seen half of it. <laughs> Excellent. We talked about this. We didn't We didn't have an episode about um, Comic-Con, but I, I saw That's it at Comic-Con. That's right. You did see part like... of it at Comic-Con. I forgot about that. I forgot you did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So um, even though it is not officially released yet. Yeah, I can vouch for you, though. It's it's. I can vouch for them. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to see the whole yeah. thing. So even though this has not actually been released to the public yet... It's already uh, getting a direct... I'm sorry. It's already getting a sequel. Um, and it yes. is going to be... Uh, it's getting a sequel and an all-female spinoff as well. So we're getting two movies out of this. Yeah. Neither of that surprises me. No, it, it doesn't it, surprise it me, but both. I love that they've already greenlit this without the movie having come out yet. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited about... I, I like that this is that, that they've done this where they've included multiple Spider-Man like the alternate the multiverse type of thing and then I like that they're going to give this a sequel which just means they're just going to have more crazy ass characters in this. Yeah. Um and an all female spin-off I think is going to be really fun too. Um so it's just fantastic. Like that was that just came out today basically or yesterday you, you, I should say. Should we should we um, discuss do you want to hear the the sort of not obviously too much but a lot of a, li- a bit of the plot like what propels the story forward? No, I actually right. don't. Okay, great. I want to wait. But yeah, so that's that like I said that just came out yesterday but I love that this movie has not even come out yet and already we're set to go with even more insanity from it. Uh, it's yeah. going to be fantastic. Um, that's all I got. You got anything else? Yeah, I do have one more thing. I did want to say also <laughs> into the Spider-Verse when I saw it, um, after we saw it, they brought the cast out uh, and they were like, they did the regular panel thing and they were saying that like, all right, now, you know, obviously only the people in that room got to see the f- first half of the movie, but now they're televising uh, or they're streaming the the panel to the rest of the world like you can still see that on like comic-con nyc.com or something like that um and there's a there's a pretty big spoiler in the first 10 minutes that i won't ruin uh but the cast came out and the guy who voices the lead like who voices miles morales right uh immediately spoiled that spoiler and everyone was like dude you you just spoiled that like everyone like sort of put their face in their hands and one of them was like he was like what's going on and they were like dude you you just spoiled like a big plot twist and he was like they all saw it and they had to explain to him that only the people in the room saw it and they were streaming to everyone in the world oh that's insane <laughs> right and he was like super embarrassed he's kind he's a nobody too he as far as i know he's only been in one other movie before yeah and it was he, the movie dope like that was his that's a that's amazing what is it with Spider-Man and not being able to keep your damn mouth shut? What is that? <laughs> That's funny because I immediately thought of Alan Tudyk on uh, the panel for Rogue One. <laughs> I know, but I love that like they can't, they're like, what is with these kids? Every time we let them become Spider-Man, they just won't keep their damn mouth shut. They got to spoil every freaking movie we put well, them in. Well, like, 
just ask when we were we i went to the daredevil uh season three panel too and it's all old news at this point have you watched that yet no what do you have a kid or some shit jesus christ so i i we we watched that one and there's a bunch of stuff. i mean i already told you this in particular thing but it kept happening a lot there was a specific point where one of them was like so uh that the producer was like so this guy you know he this actor he plays this guy named dex and he's this that and the other thing and uh, I, uh, I think um, it's about time we uh, we told the people who you who you play, and the the actor just like stared at him in silence, and he was like, "You want me to tell them who I really play?" Right. And he's like, "Yeah, tell the people." And there was a long pause, and he was like on the edge of his seat and like super nervous, and then he was like, "We're bringing Bullseye in," <laughs> like, and there was a huge uproarious applause. Uh, but like that happened maybe four times in that panel where right. like Charlie Cox at one point was like, can I, can I talk about this? Am I allowed to <laughs> do know? this? Yeah. Please take the yeah. guns if, off me. When in doubt, if there's anything that comes up about plot, that can't be an ambiguous answer. Like if someone's like, what happens in the story? And you can't say like, oh, it's a coming of age story about a young man who becomes a super, who tries to battle with his abilities to become a superhero. Like that's all you need to say. Right. Like if you can't keep it vague, it's best to just turn to the, people above you and be like what can i can i do this <laughs> right by the way um the guy who's the guy who's uh miles morales shamick Moore. um yeah i i know this kid i mean i don't know him but I, i've seen him in a couple other things he's in he's in the netflix show the get down oh, okay uh, and he's actually pretty good in that he's in this movie dope which yeah. is great yeah yeah um if you have not seen dope check it out it's really good it's really really good yeah um, that was his like breakout role, uh, right? Yeah, that's kind of his breakout role. Yeah. All right, so that's gonna do it. That's it. We yeah. did the we did the news. That's we all the sure news. Did yeah. Um, that's about it. Oh, before we go, yeah. Before I forget, because I almost forgot this. Um, uh, Andrew. Uh, Andrew. Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Andrew. Just like hearing you call my name. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on uh, Twitter.com. Our handle there is at Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Facebook as well. Uh, you can also listen to us and, and uh, watch our videos on YouTube.com, of which Chris needs to make a new one. We can also, you can listen to us on uh, uh, Google Play Music. You can listen to us on iTunes. You can find us now on Spotify. That's our brand new one. Yeah. You can also find visit our website at www.themedialunchbreak.com, uh, which should be revamping soon. Like we've we've got some stuff up there, but um, in the fairly near future, it's probably going to like be a totally different website. Uh, hopefully, better. And uh, you can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. And then there are um, two other things you can do. Yes. What are the two other things? Hold on. I gotta think. Of- you can listen. You can, wait. I got one. I got one. You can listen to us on SoundCloud.com. And it, did you say the Patreon? I sure didn't. That's the most important one. Speaking of which, yeah, we've, we've got the Patreon. That's the Patreon, uh, not the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the media lunch break. We got to give a shout out to uh, uh, Julie Wagner, I think is her, her married name now. She's a friend of mine from college, but she's currently our only patron, which means Chris, she's our boss. Yeah. All right. So, so those, we, we have so to find time pr- to those, get together to make a video yeah, for Yeah, so her. those extra things that we've been recording are just going to Julie? Bro, she's been responding to them. Oh, boy. Well, that makes it easier, because from now on, we're just going to make episodes and just address them to her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think that's a great idea. Basically, I had the thought that like every time I post something on Patreon, I'll just be like, hey, Julie, this is for you. 
Also, um, Julie, if you listen to these ep- the free episodes that go up for you know the the peons out there, um, you are since you are paying us, you are technically our boss. Um, and I just need to let you know I'm gonna be out sick tomorrow. Um, I I I'll I'll just be working from home. Um, but you're I'll, actually, I'll email you're, you're in. You're not on the. I'm gonna. Chris, I just. I'll, I can. Chris. I know we have a conference call, um, and I'll just conference in. Um, and um, Janice in HR Chris, has a birthday coming up. If you guys could save me a piece of cake, and just put it in the company fridge, that we, I would appreciate that. But all right, this this is rant number four, so I'm gonna cut you off right here. Okay, great. Uh, you're not on the schedule until next Wednesday. Damn it. So. Uh, yeah, she's our boss. Hey, Andrew, um, do you want to switch shifts with me? <laughs> sure, that sounds great. <laughs> okay. Uh, although we work at the same time. So, Julie, if you have anything you would like us to discuss or anything, definitely put it in the Patreon. Uh, if you want us to have an assignment that we watch, like, definitely do that, you know, because, you know, I don't like writing stuff. Yeah, because if nothing else saves us the trouble of figuring out what the fuck to do with this thing exactly because as you'll see in the next episode chris is running out of ideas and i'm gonna start running out of ideas soon too oh start running i i was out four episodes ago i've been <laughs> bullshitting this the whole time <laughs> all right that's our thing all right that's it all right yeah i'm turning off the recording now all right me too <laughs> Bill Maher went on an angry rant about Stan Lee. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll talk about this on the next episode. Yeah, but if my only Marvel credit was Iron Man 3, I'd be upset too. So, boom. You got that. Boom. I like that we go out on that. That was perfect. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you want to only, do you want to save the whole thing for the next episode? Yeah. Let's save the whole thing for the next episode. All yeah. right. So, uh, everyone just know that happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, look forward to that. I'm going to go on some sort of Bill Maher rant.